What up, what up, what up, and welcome to the 100th episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and yes, if you're a normal listener, you're going, wait, where's the intro music? It's a little different than normal. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, man, and thank you so much for coming on. I'm sure you're here for our guest today, Dr. Lupo. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Uh, but I wanted to let everybody know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to host this podcast, this episode with Ben and Monster Deface, but uh, Monster stepped in and hosted and talked to Ben and really covers uh, his love for uh, charity, how he got into charity, and and really just you know some of the amazing feats that he's been able to conquer uh, in his in his uh, career. And and so before we jump into that, I wanted to also let everybody know that this is amazing for me and humbling for me and Monster. A hundred episodes of the Fortnite podcast is just amazing. I never thought when I started this with my friend Null Zero that we would go on to to grow to what we are. Obviously, adding Monster D Face on him coming on as my co-host around episode 25 has just changed the show so much and added so much quality and so much uh, depth to uh, to what he brings with his expertise. And so, first off, thank you, Monster, for for being my co-host for the last 75 episodes or so. Uh, thank you to all the listeners out there for listening for over 100 episodes. If you've been here with me before this show and other shows, thank you so much for your support. It's just been incredible. And I just want to let everybody know that I'm so humbled by this. And I, I appreciate uh, every listener, whether we're off a week and we have crazy schedules, you guys always come back and listen. So thank you for your support. I can't wait to see what we do in 2020. Thank you, Dr. Lupo. It's been amazing getting to know you uh, and Miss Lupo at events and interview you and watch what you do. Uh, it's just amazing to have somebody like you in this community to to demonstrate what gaming can be and, and the power of gaming and the power of community. You have done an, a fantastic job. Uh, you, you are a great example of a, of a father, a great example of a husband, uh, and, and a great streamer, great content provider, and uh, a great example to, to those that look up to you every single day, including myself, people that have watched you since Destiny. Uh, just doing the amazing things that you've done from Guardian Con to raising all this money, two point over $2.3 million for, for St. Jude. Just absolutely unbelievable. So thank you so much for being on the show, guys. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. But without further ado, let's jump into the episode 100 of the Fortnite Podcast with Dr. Lupo. You're listening to the Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. All right, guys, like Too Loud said at the start of the show, he couldn't make it here for the official interview, but I'm here today. Thank you guys so very much for tuning into the Fortnite podcast today. Episode 100 is a special one, and honestly, we wanted to bring in a big feature, and I'm so happy to announce that, of course, like the title of this one suggested, we have Dr. Lupo here. Dr. Lupo, my man, what's going on? What's up, Monster? Long time to see you, man. I'm excited to be here again. It's just like... 100 episodes is huge. I just got to say real quick, 100 episodes, man, is that's that's absolutely amazing. The fact that you guys have have been keeping this up for so long and have put out such quality stuff is absolutely phenomenal. So I'm I'm really proud of you guys Thank for you. doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, it, it's something to it, it's one thing to open a podcast and then like start it. And it's another thing to stay consistent and, and just ride those waves right week after week. So for us, honestly, it has been crazy. And just talking about that, you were actually a part of the early episodes. This was before I even joined the Fortnite podcast because I joined yep. in like somewhere in the middle. Too loud threw me in there. Do you remember what like that was like? Kind of with your first episodes. I mean, here's don't hit me with a weird flex, but okay. But <laughs> I've I've done a number of these now, right. and it's I will I will say this is sometimes they they kind of get blurred together. Yeah. What what. Fortnite podcast is done though stands apart because it, this is like this is like the premiere heads up a uh, first on the scene for a lot of this stuff and it, there's always it's, there's always good back and forth every episode that I've listened to has always been extremely good like extremely high quality you don't one of the things that I love about this show is that you know there's no really like beating around the bush you don't have to like it, you, there's no appeasing anybody in particular so if there's sensitive topics which I mean, like we said before we started recording, uh, there's the there's something I want to talk about that's yeah, been going. Absolutely. on. absolutely. We're gonna get I, into I feel it. Like it's a sensitive topic, but at least towards Epic. But it's just it, it's great. It, it's great to have a show like this that's unaffiliated in a way that they can you can go above and beyond with with anything you talk about. I love that. Absolutely love that. 
Absolutely. And that's what we're going to do today, guys. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of some of the juicy topics, obviously around Fortnite, because I'm sure you guys, the listeners, want to hear Lupo's take on what it's like to be a content creator in this space. And we'll get to that point. We definitely want to hear the story behind what drives you to do what you do for charity and just your entire history of your fundraisers, because honestly, you have done some monumental things not just last year. I know a lot of people might be seeing that for the first time, your, your most recent success, but you've been doing this for quite some time ever since you had this platform to reach a large audience. So wherever you want to start with that, Lupo, go ahead and take it away. Um, let's just talk about why in general. Yes. Um, it's not just, this isn't just about St. Jude. This is why the charity stuff... Uh, and and anything about it. I, I've said this multiple times before. I've said it on stream and I've said it on Twitter and I've said it all over the place. But I, you know, in case people haven't seen any of that, which is totally fine. Um, I feel like a long time ago I got really lucky. Um l- luck is a huge portion of what put me in the spotlight spotlight like I, I am or was or whatever. Uh, you know, put me where I am today. And I've always I'm from Nebraska. I'm I don't like I don't like saying it, but I'm down home, you know, good old boy. Uh, I don't, I'm not fancy. I don't need, you know, crazy, you know, a giant house yeah. and crazy clothes and all that stuff. I got some nice shoes. I got a decent car. You know, I like my car and, and that's what I, you know, that's where I put the money that I've spent. But the rest of it, I got a son, man. I have a four-year-old who is honestly the light of my life by a mile. Charlie is the best thing that ever happened to me. As you will know, when it comes to kids, monster yeah. dude, there's just, there's just, it's just something different, man. It changes your whole perspective on the whole world, right? As soon as you have somebody like that that's relying on you. And so, like I said, I, I got lucky a long time ago. And because of that, I, I feel like I owe it to the people that have put me at the level that I'm at right now to do something good with it and not focus on just me, to, but to focus on everybody. To focus on, on helping people that need it, that can't do it themselves and uh and so like the charity stuff we've, i've done stuff for national fragile x foundation a long time ago i've done stuff for make a wish and then saint jude and saint jude kind of became the mainstay uh because i've seen saint jude's work firsthand and i've talked to people parents and kids that are at saint jude that have gone through saint jude and so that's kind of the reason that i picked the platform that i have like you know, sorry the the cause that I have of the platform that's been given to me is because I want to help want to help those people you know it, it's for those anybody that doesn't know about St Jude I I could stand on my soapbox and preach all day I've gotten pretty good at it during yeah. charity streams and stuff to really put like the reasons across as to why people should donate but I I really truly do believe that St Jude is one of the best causes in the world for a couple reasons one if you do go there. Not only is your kid covered, you know, the, the, the patient covered for life. And I mean, like every procedure, every medication, travel to get there, room and board at one of the, the like the target house, everything. Schooling is covered. All of their supplies for everything. Everything's covered. And, and in fact, even after it, let's say they, 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 your cancer goes in remission, you are covered f- you know it's everything's free for every checkup for the rest of your life there like they cover you forever because you've been a patient and people don't know that i was gonna say that's that's crazy like for them to have that level of commitment i definitely see why that would drive you to stand in their corner and be one of their cornerstones like um how how can you not support that you know and and i do want to like push this back a little bit like i want to start at the beginning just a little bit here i know you found a lot of (laughs) no right right because like people are just gonna be tuning in you're jumping in you're going crazy with it but like, I don't think a lot of people realize you were here way before Fortnite. Yes, this is the Fortnite podcast, yeah. but your history as a gamer and finding success came way before this. Um, you can, you can let, let's start there. Let's talk about how you grew to that platform and got the platform that you, you have now that you obviously deserve and you earned. And then how that transitioned into fundraising. Because I, okay. I know you said you got lucky, but like, I, wanna, I want people to hear from, you know, from your mouth. What was that okay. look like? What is the luck that you are talking about? So, so I started streaming almost five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I started streaming Destiny 1, Trials of Osiris runs the second week after Trials came out. Um, it took me about nine months to get partnered. 
So actually, February 26th is my partner date. Nice. Uh, which I'm coming up on four years. Four, uh, when January 26th rolls around, he, that will be their 48th month because it's, you know, the count, the way that, you know, their first month is your first month. So right. it's, that's the 48th month of, of subscription for some people. So four years of partnership uh, is right on the corner. And that to me is wild. But that only started because when I was doing trials runs, um, basically the idea is you pull people from chat and you, know, you do like a raffle system and all that. You pick people up and you get them in their group in Destiny and then you try and get them flawless in Trials. And that's seven wins in a row. If you, For the, anybody that hasn't played Destiny 1 or 2, uh, I guess Trials isn't in Destiny 2, but in Destiny 1, you, you try and get seven wins straight without losing. And if you did, you get to go to the Lighthouse and you get some loot there that it was really... like There's, there's like a pulse rifle called the Messenger, which was insane. You could, you could two-burst people. It was, it was ridiculous. Really good gun. But there's a ton of loot like that from the lighthouse. So, so like that was what we first started doing. Me and my buddy Brian um, were doing trials runs, and I got lucky the first time. The first stroke of luck was, and I love Brian for this, but also was, he's such a forehead for it. Um, he uh, he he took forever for picking where to go live college. Um, he's uh, he he's younger than I am, and so he got stuck in an apartment with only DSL. For oh, anybody no. that's played or has or tried to stream on DSL, homie, it looks like a JPEG, like a compressed artifacty JPEG slideshow. It's trash. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, it's the worst, man. And so he uh, he couldn't stream basically, and so I had to keep streaming. I was like, okay, I'll keep the I'll keep the community going that we kind of grew together, which was which worked. Um, but that was like the start of of the chain reaction of things. Eventually, I was I was I got on a a podcast for uh, Destiny PvP called Crucible Radio. Uh, Swain and Birds and Bones and those those three guys ran this podcast that was about Destiny PvP. So we were on there. Um, and over time, things keep kept happening. I eventually did stuff like uh, I went flawless in trials on Xbox and PlayStation. At the same time, wow. with us with a setup, we're using one input setup because I use this thing called. And before anybody roasts me, um, hear me out. I use a thing called a Zim, a Zim Four that makes it so you can here use comes, keyboard. And here mouse comes the boomer console. age coming out right here, guys. You shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> the reason I did that is because, like, if I play controller for too long, this is where you're gonna make fun of me. Uh, my hands would start to cramp real bad. I can't oh, do controller no. for a super long time. So yeah, I'm. Lived. Well, okay, boomer in chat. That's fine, or you know, whatever, dude. But I that's that's how I played on console, and that got attention too. Um, and eventually, like I, I said, I I did some really crazy stuff with it. I went flawless on both consoles at the same time. I played Destiny with a Wiimote and a nunchuck, including the motion controls, the gyro and the Wiimote to, to like aim and turn stuff. It was awful, uh, but we got it to work. That was a whole thing. So like those kind of techie dumb. Like we played Destiny so much that it got to the point where we were bored with like just reg- playing Des- Destiny the normal way. So right. I just started think- thinking of stupid things to do to be entertaining. That was the whole. That was like the whole thing was what dumb stuff can I come up with? So we kept we kept doing that stuff, and eventually by year three, I, I streamed Destiny one for about a year and a half. I started in year two technically. So by the middle to end of year three, I was so burnt out on destiny that i was like i gotta play something else mm. so, so i started dabbling i played some overwatch i played some h1z1 uh which that community i love you guys but man very uh it's very aggressive interesting time yeah 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 <laughs> and then and then i finally decided to give a game called PUBG a chance okay when th- this was the biggest moment the biggest stroke of luck i think of of everything is that if I played PUBG when it was when it was like in a huge climb in right. popularity. Um, imagine season three, four, five, six of Fortnite, like this huge upswing of like everybody was playing this game. So at the time when this when this event happened, there were probably one to one and a half million people playing simultaneously through Steam for PUBG and for a PC only game at the time. That's a crap ton of people. That's like that's an insane amount of people. So I queued in and I got into a game. And I dropped Pachinki, which is the center of the map, basically. And, you know, clear it out, get a little bit of loot. And then uh, as I'm rotating from the... I was up on the the west side. There's a church. I'm seeing the map in my head. There's a church. I rotated around the north side, going northeast. 
and there's a tree there and I spotted a guy. Uh, there's like a three-story garage building. Spotted a guy crouch walking up next to a wooden fence. Blue shirt, white pants, blonde hair, uh, making his way, runs into the building. And I'm like, okay, I see this guy. He doesn't see me. This should be easy kill. So I, I make my way up. I'm hiding behind a tree. I see him up on the second floor and he's facing away from me. I remember this very clearly because if you watch the clip of this, it's, all this stuff happens. I step out, pull pin on the grenade, cook it for a second. Dude stands up and turns around and starts lasering me with a scar. And I'm like, ah, I'm probably going to die. So I let the nade rip. I, I cut down to the right and start running. I kind of get down behind a little bit of a ridge. The nade blows up and it's Ninja. I killed Ninja. If you watch the clip, it's like he caught it in his mouth. Like it was sailing through the air. It, it, dude, you, you could have, the, the heavens could have opened up and, and a beam of light would have shot down. This is how, how perfect this moment was because, because you have to consider 100 people a match. The fact that we landed the same spot, the fact that I ran into him in that, at that time when at that over moment, people with that dude, crazy yeah. play at this time in your and, career. And, and the nade blows up and kills him in one shot. And the look on his face was, was he was dumbfounded, dude. Just like Boom. stunned. Like he couldn't believe what happened. And, and so that's actually, that's how I met Tyler. And I, uh, wow. I jokingly was like, cause I knew somebody was going to clip. It was like right after clips got introduced. So I knew somebody was going to clip it and send and give him the clip. So I said, Hey bro, if you ever want to run some duos, let me know. Like jokingly. Cause I, it, it, this was before I'm going to be very clear to any Fortnite professional esports gamers out there, dude. Yeah. This was before the time of TTVs and stream sniping, like, like in that way to Hon get honestly, it's kind of that. before, yeah, streaming went mainstream because this is the yeah. mainstream of streamers and Fortnite. This is all this last year stuff. So, yeah, it kind of was like this is the golden era to kind of come up, right, and get your roots going. And like stream sniping was a thing, but. I and I knew who Tyler was. In fact, it's funny. A month before that, he was having issues with his internet, and I had tagged him on Twitter and said, "Hey, here's the thing that I've tried. If you if you want to give this a shot." And he followed he he followed me, and I would just so we could DM about it real quick. And he's yep. like, oh, I tried that. Thanks though." And he was like super nice about it, and and that was it. But he and he forgot who I was. So if you watch the clip, he's like Doctor Lupo, and he looks me up, and he's like partner destiny streamer and i'm like ah. i don't know about that anymore <laughs> dog but okay and so he looks me up and uh, two days later he dms me on twitter and he's like hey you want to run some duos and then we played PUBG together and won like every game we played we were wow. stomping people we were laughing the whole time it was it was phenomenal and from then he and i played together a whole ton just like like nonstop every day I'd get on, he'd get on, text each other. And, and this was like, this is when he was pulling three to 5,000 and I had like four to 500 viewers. And here's the thing. This is, this is, I think step two of the luckiest moment of my life. Step one is I killed Ninja and got to, to play with him. Yeah. Um, and became his friend. Step two was I, Without intending to do so, there was an opportunity that was presented. How often are you suddenly going to go from 500 viewers to having the exposure of thousands? Yeah. It, it doesn't happen. It's just like the Fortnite World Cup. Booga's viewers now are insanity. Absolutely. They were not, they were not that before the World Cup. He, there was a thing happened. He capitalized on it. I capitalized on it without, intend, without intending to be like, now's the time I'm going to turn this into money. But like, I got sudden exposure out of nowhere that I never would have had before. And here's the thing is that a lot of people have also been given that uh, in different ways from different people. And it doesn't convert in the same way. It's not, it's like, it's, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. And for some reason, I guess I, I, I wasn't a jerk and, and people saw that I would just want to have some fun and play some video games. Yeah. And so suddenly my channel started to explode. Um, then Fortnite happened, and man, we all know about Fortnite, dude. For, uh, Fortnite changed the entire game. Yeah, for Fortnite. Fortnite was a a huge tidal wave for tons yeah. of content creators. Obviously, we we've all amassed this crazy following and th this fandom through Fortnite. Um, but you've done clearly something different with your platform. You've started to really, you know, home run the charity events. You got involved with Guardian Con, right? You obviously surround yourself with friends that have 
the same goals and aspirations as yourself. You're talking Broman, King of Thalion, and all these other guys. Um, what's it like just being involved with other content creators on this like different caliber, right? Because it's almost like you're playing a different game than everyone else. If you really think about it, you're you guys are elevated on this whole entire like platform in a sense. I mean, you just announced you're signing to Twitch, right? So like this yep. this whole new thing going on. What like let's talk about that just for a little bit. It's bro, it's weird. It's crazy. I, I, it's it's crazy. It is, it is. crazy. It, it honestly is. And and when I look at it, like I said, I don't look at myself as different than anybody else. I don't care if you have one viewer or, or you don't stream or you're you're ten or you're sixty five or I yep. I don't think I'm better than anybody. Uh, but I got lucky in a way that like, how often are you going to be put in a spot monster where where suddenly you and your family are covered? You know yeah. what I mean? Anybody would take that chance. Anybody, dude. There's like, let, let me let me talk about Ninja going to Mixer. Right. However much money he got paid was enough that I guarantee you this man could stop as soon as that contract is done. And he could disappear, and he then that would be it. That that could be it. He's not gonna because the dude loves gaming. But the bottom line here is, he like I said in my little. You saw my. Did you see my little the, the video, the resigning video? Yeah, yeah. I, I it was actually funny. I was watching it, and then you rated me simultaneously. As I, I was, I, know. I not, was like literally playing. like, dude, this is crazy. Oh, I'm gonna congratulate my boy Lupo. And then you send in the wave of the, the Dr. Lupo <laughs> I, community. Everyone just comes in. It was like so perfect. I didn't know that, by the way. Yeah, I, I just I was like, I just pulled up. I was like, ah, oh, monsters on. Let's go that way, dude. Right. Easy. Um, but no, I said at the end of the video, at the end of the day, everybody is trying to secure the bag. Yeah. Meaning for anybody that doesn't know what that means, like ultimately making enough money that you can live your life is the goal. That's the goal. That's why people work. That's why you go to work. That's why you get up in the morning is because, because the way that life works is you got to get enough money that you can pay for everything that you need and that you want so you can live, right? Everybody's trying to secure the bag. Bag being the bag of money, dude, you know? And so if someone walks up to you and says, hey, you got to stream on a different platform for X number of years, we're going to give you a, this whole truckload of money or however much it was, whoever got paid, you know, you just look at all that stuff. Everybody's trying to do that. Everyone would celebrate a promotion, right? If you... If you're at home and you're like, oh, I got to go into work today. I'm a assistant manager. And you get there, you get promoted to manager. You're going to tell you're going to be like, hey, bro, I got promoted. And they'd be like, oh, sick, dude. Yeah. And everybody's super happy for you. There's nothing wrong with trying to secure the bag. There's no downside. There's nothing to be ashamed of. I will say it did surprise me that nobody else would say it. If you watch all, any of the other ones, like, and no, no, no shame in anything that anybody said. I'm sure it's all 100% real. but. Some people said that they went to other platforms for charity reasons. Some people said they went to other platforms because they wanted to get in touch with gaming. Some people just didn't say why. Some right. people said so that they could cr create better content. All those reasons are all great. And they're probably, they're all true. They, I'm not even going to say probably. They are all true. But nobody would say, I did it because they paid me. So dad had to step up and say, hey, I got paid. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that because like everybody's just trying to do the same thing, dude. There's nothing wrong with saying that you got paid. You know what I mean? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with being transparent, right? And you're talking yeah, about your fan base that support you day in and day out. So obviously they're going to want what's best for you. Um, and just kind of like talk about that and people supporting you like Twitch had your back on your most recent charity stream, like on a level that we have never seen before. Like, I, yeah, for any of you guys that are not watching a video form of this, Lupo is holding a million dollars in his hand, a big old check that he was granted from Twitch. I have a giant check, monster. What the hell is this? <laughs> like, like, how cool is that? What does it mean to you to have Twitch donate a million dollars towards a cause that you, you know, grind, sweat, and, and put your tears into? How's that to have, you know, a platform like Twitch to be the in The whole your platform has my back. The whole platform has my back. That's big. That 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 means that I made the right choice when when I decided that yes. Twitch was the was the correct way to go. I mean, I had offers from other places too. I, I can't obviously because NDAs and all that stuff get get into details of those. But like ultimately, I chose to stay with Twitch because I didn't want to make it confusing for like there are still people that don't that that people think that Shroud and Ninja and those guys they, <laughs> they quit have streaming. No idea. They, yeah, they think <laughs> they, they have they no think idea. They quit, bro. 
And I'm like, you can't yell it I any mean, louder than I'm I mean, over on on whatever wherever now, you know? Luba, how often do you play something that's not Fortnite? It's like, did you quit Fortnite? Right? Bro, that's, that's the every, community. Every day I get the question. And, and that's fine. I understand it. Because here's the thing that you have to remember. Is that with thousands and thousands or however many people follow and watch and all that stuff, at any given time, I could say a thing on social media. Yeah. And no matter what, not everybody's going to hear it. Absolutely. Not everybody's going to hear it. It's just the bottom line. I can, I can say a thing in stream and people that are actively in chat that have been there for a while won't hear it. it <laughs> Bro, I it, think it that's happens all the biggest... time. How often do you yeah. say some, someone asks you the same question, right? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, I'll be like, this is why I did this thing. And they'd be like, yo, Loop, uh, by the way, why'd you do that thing? And I'd be like, oh my God, is the microphone on? Like, hello. But it's just the nature, it's the nature of having a lot of people that watch that even I still am like, I still am trying to get used to that, that, that yeah. thought of like, not everybody hears everything that you say. Sometimes you got to say it. That's why I have moderators that's that spam commands and like remind people. And I try and put information in the stream title. And, and because then I'm not just, I don't want to spend the whole stream answering the same question. So but, I do have a question though. Like I know, yeah. I know you put like a big 2 million for your goal this year. Are you, are you, Moving forwards, 2020, obviously, you know, it's, it's just trying to try and break down these accolades and, you know, always strive for more and reach for more. Um, what would you like to see from the charity community, like Twitch as a whole, Fortnite, and, and just in general? Um, because I feel like you're definitely setting, a, an, a, obviously, the best example possible. Um, yeah. What, what do you think about that? And, and do you have any, you know, goals, anything larger to, like, maybe include other content creators to really drive this force because you're just showing what you can do with your sole voice. And I'm sure you've inspired, you know, hundreds of thousands of others to start and, and move in that right direction. Um, where do you see the charity community going or, you know, what would you like to see from the, the community of Twitch and the charity as a whole? I love seeing other people. Uh, I get tagged on Twitter. They're like, Hey, I saw you do this thing, so I decided to do a charity stream, and I, and I raised five hundred bucks for this yep. cause that I'm super passionate about, or or a thousand dollars, or twenty thousand dollars. It doesn't matter how much it is. Just the fact that people are trying to use the platform that they've been given by the people that watch them for good, within reason. You can't go over the top. It, it, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I've I've already been asked by people, "Hey, when's your next charity stream?" I'm like, "It's right. not going to be for a while, guys." I people donated over a million dollars and then Twitch came Literally. in with a million dollars like like I can't ask for a ton from people because they can only yeah you know, people are not a piggy bank they're human beings yes. man I can't I can't dig into whatever they have just to put up numbers for a charity thing and it's not even about that but I have to respect what people are what people are doing in their own lives because if you don't you kind of make them feel like an object and they're yeah. not an object. So I, I love seeing other people do charity things, um, like goals and stuff like that. I man, I'm gonna be honest with you, Monster. I, I I hate setting a goal. I don't. So I, so I'm kind so of the far, same way. I like to leave it open. It's and like, just like contribute what you can. It whatever happens happens. If it's right. a lot, it's a lot. If it's not, that's fine too. Like so so the first year that I to put things in perspective for anybody that doesn't know, here's kind of how things have got have gotten for me and the charity thing and numbers and all that. The first time I did a thing for St. Jude, I had a four hour block during my first Guardian Con des at that time Destiny Community Con charity stream um, from midnight to four a.m. and we raised four and a half thousand dollars. Next year I had the Monday eight a.m. to noon block we did 67,000 and then the next year not this year but the year before i had the the like the prime time uh noon to 4 block of the second or third to last day uh we did $367,000 in wow. 4 hours and then this last year regarding con we did $920,000 in 4 and a half hours cuz i was the last block and then <laughs> we did $2.3 million in 24 hours. And actually last year's uh, Build Against Cancer was $612,000 in 24 hours. Wow. We've done, I've done Clips for Kids. Uh, this year's Clips for Kids, 2019's Clips for Kids. I did a whole week and I did 200 grand. 
Um, and then the year before that was was it's, it's just so many numbers that I start to it start to blur together. The bottom line is, I think let me let me check this DM from from somebody at at St. Jude real quick uh, because I, I want to give you the right number, and I don't think I've given this to anybody else yet. Okay, uh, the total raised by the community around my channel and beyond. Obviously, it's not just yeah. It, and I, let me be very clear: it's not me; it's the people who watch me. Yeah, I, I just I just act like a lightning rod for all all the good people from from the internet. Uh, but 2019, we raised three million five hundred twenty four thousand six hundred ninety six dollars. Crazy, crazy which blows my mind. Which brings the lifetime to five million two hundred sixty four thousand four hundred twenty six dollars. And there you have over, it, guys. Doctor Lugo hitting home runs. Where he over can. five million dollars. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, and I actually I I didn't know this either. And Zach from St. Jude posted this on Twitter. Um, said that gaming as a whole, not just play live or Guardian Con or whatever, gaming as a whole has raised just just broke twenty million for St. Jude, which means that. That number I was given is a quarter of it. Right. More than a quarter of it. That's monster. That's kind of scary. No, absolutely. It's crazy. Well, I mean, like, it shows you the strength of your voice and what not only you, but like anyone can do when you band together, right? It, the, the people that watch me have absolutely blown my mind, man, as to what they can do and what they want to do and like how how much they believe in what I believe in. I'm actually getting a little choked up thinking about it right now. Yeah. Not gonna lie to you. Um, but here's the thing is like, if what it's not on me to keep it going, but what happens if I stop? Uh, I did. And, and, and before you, before you answer that or give me thoughts on it, and I do want to hear what you think, but like, I know, I know that I don't have a responsibility. It's I, if I, I don't have to do anything, yeah. I get that. People will sh- will shame me if I ever stop. I know they will because that's the internet, dude. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like, I I don't have to do anything. I love I love helping St. Jude. I get more passionate. I told people um, after the Guardian Con block said, "All right, y'all." Like right at the very end, I was like, "I'm gonna sit in my chair and cry for a little while." That's true. After every single one of those streams, dude, I get so emotionally drained because I'm like, I'm reading messages from people that are that are like letters to their their children that passed away and like right. telling me about all this this stuff and and I I want to take that weight off their shoulders and put it on my own for that moment so that they can feel relieved so I get fully dedicated to it. You just full send into it so that so that they don't have to feel hurt for that little amount of time they could put it on me and that's fine like I, I i want them to do that but dude when it's done and i turn the stream off this floor right here is a really good spot to lay down and just it just let it all out honestly man and and i do because i have to because if i don't and just keep that bottled up it turns into like it would just fester inside you know yeah. I, I would i feel bad but like but ultimately I don't know what is going to, because there's going to be a day where I, d- I can't do it anymore. There's going to be a day. I don't know when it is, but there's going to be a day where I have to, I have to go on stream and say, listen, this is the last charity thing that I'm going to do because I, because I can't anymore. It's going to be because I'm done streaming or maybe because uh, it's just too big of an emotional toll or, or something. I don't know why and I don't know when, but when it happens, I want you to know that I'm going to feel awful when it has to stop because I don't well, want to stop. I'm willing to bet your legacy will 1000% live on. And there are like, you have moved and inspired thousands of content creators. Think about it. Your viewers are not just people that view you're talking streamers and other content creators alike. You, you know what it's like to be an influencer in this space. And you understand that you're not only, you know, doing it, like you said, from your community, but it's the community as a whole. Each of these guys are also going to branch out. Um, you know, you're looking at the next Lupos and Ninjas that watch your content. I hope right? so. Like, honestly, this this is what's going to happen. It's what's going to come of the community. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so obviously, we know sort of what's next, right? You, you clearly have no intention of stopping just yet. You you still running? Nah. You're good. You got a couple more years in you, right? You're you're, you're going. <laughs> hey, I'm, listen, young man. All right, I'm not that old. All right, I'm not that old. 
Uh, yeah, I, I got I got more time for sure. We're yeah. we're not even we're we're all the way at the like like Doctor Disrespect would say, you know, we're all the way at the you know the tip of the mountain. We're not even halfway done yet. We're not even halfway up. So like there there's more to come in the very near future. We got uh, like you said at some point taking those people that have decided to raise money because they've seen what I've done and weaponizing that against the terrible things that like kids like like big ones at St. Jude are having to fight. You know, putting those people together to help fight that. That's the plan. I got, we got stuff in the pipe. We're still shipping uh, prizes out for this last one. So right. anybody that's out there, if you're waiting for your shirt codes, if you were a top donator or your mouse pads or any prize emailing, keep checking those Siltify email addresses, whatever you donated with, please, please, please. Um, I'm not the one that's in charge of that, but, but the people that are working on it are, are keeping it running. Um, but there's just a, there's a lot to getting that kind of stuff going because like, I called on, dude. I I ask for for a big favor about once a year from everybody that I know. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's that time again. Like you we're trying to do wanna, some, like send some yeah, people or let's do this. Yeah, and like Logitech came in with eighty thousand dollars worth there of merchandise go. for people to win. I was like, what the hell is happening, dude? This it blew my mind that they showed up like they did. But that's, I think, to me. That's one of the things that really stood out. And that's why I love Logitech and, and any of the companies I've worked with, not just Logitech, State Farm. Yes. Oh, God, State Farm is insane. Uh, all of them, everybody that I've worked with, um, they almost assume at this point, like when I signed contracts to, to partner with these companies to do, you know, to be a, to get sponsored by them, they knew ahead of time that they were like, we both charity guy. We're going to have to give up some, some stuff for charity. Right. That's fine. They knew, they knew going into it. And that, that, that's part, amazing. Part of, the, part of the price they have to pay. Get the Lupo on board. Um, hey, that's but, why we do it. So what, what games do you mainly play lately? Obviously, I know you've been deep in the Tarkov. I know you've been killing the Fortnite stuff. Uh, what, what, what about the foreseeable future for gaming? How many years do you think Fortnite still has in it? Because you know, we get those questions thrown around all the time. I feel like Fortnite, personally, has got many years ahead of it. Just, just from the trend of how they've been really evolutionizing the game as a whole, bringing in mainstream, right? Um, where do you see yourself with Fortnite and just gaming in general? Listen, if somebody out there knows the answer to the how long does Fortnite have left oh, question, yeah. <laughs> yo, hit me up. Because if you can see into the damn future, we got to talk. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, like, I, there are times like let's all let's all look back at the mech for a second, okay? Right. The brute. Listen, hey, it was a tough time in everybody's life. We all know Epic can drive us up the walls as consecrated. They don't make it any easier on us, do they? Bro, they they sometimes Epic makes me want to rip my hair out. But <laughs> then they then they come swinging back with like chapter two right now. Granted, the, this first season has been a million years long in comparison to others, but like. It's a, it's fun. It's I, I'm having fun right now with it. When I play it, it does not feel bad. I've I feel like I've improved skill wise. I feel like I can I crank a ninety, dude. I might be in my thirties. I can still crank against these these young bucks. Yeah. All right, y'all back up. Right, Daddy Lupo's still here. But it's one of those games where like there's a there's a huge ebb and flow. You get the sword put in. Everybody loses their minds, and then suddenly they're like, it's funny. They say, listen, y'all called us out. This was bad. But we're gonna take it out. But yeah. Then the brute comes around and everybody's like, "Hey, this is really bad." And then they and then they don't do anything. And we're like, they 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 nerfed it repeatedly, but everyone was like, "Take it out. Take it out." It trended on Twitter. Yeah. Remove the remove the mech. It was like was trending on Twitter. It's for crazy a while. that it took it to go trending for them to finally budge, you know? Like yeah, and that, that was that was a crazy time and and circumstance. And just for any of you listeners that don't know, like Lupa and I have been friends for quite some time now. I think we kind of grew real close around the secret skirmish time because that was when we were forced, you know, just basically smell each other been, for many bro, hours out the day. It's, right? like, bro, it's like we well for real, and you'd smell fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But like we lived in the trenches, so to say, yeah. of some of the best and worst times of Fortnite. Like we've known each other during. A lot of those moments of I mean, like we, we date really back to pro am right we're yeah. talking the early days of competitive fortnite and casting yeah, and honestly we've been the voices the faces and help kind of like foster and, and and cultivate this entire uh just scene uh in general we just came over doing the entire world cup 
the, still one of the yeah. largest and biggest events talked about around the world. It's funny you're gonna have you're you're setting up for a transition here that I, I I'm gonna lean into hard. Your epic games. Where are the televised events? Yeah. Where are they? Where where are they, bro? The number of people that loved watching those, dude. You cannot tell me that it was that it was not one of the best things when when you're like even sitting at home during some of the qualifier qualifier weeks for the World Cup, and we're like, yo, Tifu and Ninja are about to battle each other, dude. Because you and know I, something monumental is going to happen, right? Bro, that's like a, po- a potential pop off moment that we don't get to watch on the mainstream. You know, like the and and yeah, maybe there were some latency issues. Maybe maybe there's desync. Maybe it would it would freeze and all that trash. I get it. Like before anybody goes out there and, and in the comment section is like, well, it was a bad viewing experience. Homie, I will take that over nothing any day of the week. Thousand Give me the events to watch. I just like I just want to even if I, even if I'm not even a commentator monster, even if I'm not one of the guys, I want to watch that because it is entertaining as hell to see this crazy stuff happen between these these people that are largely regarded as the best players in the entire world. You want to watch them engage and fight each other. And you don't want to do it through like a kind of jankety. Like I got, like I've done like, at home. Not, you're talking I'm like done. the at homes, especially like viewing party, yeah. right? Bro, you, you I, saw mine when, when I was, I was doing it during the qualifying weeks, right? Yeah. I had, I had 12 streams planned and I would like <laughs> pop between them and like pull them up so that people could see. And I'd have like a four box window Without my cam on it, so right. people can see all these different POVs at the same time, like tuning between different audios and making sure the quality is set correctly. And, and you know, it, like that egg, you know, that XQC meme yeah. clip, right? 12 monitors, two drum sets, 14 yeah. keyboards, three PCs hanging from the ceiling upside down. Like, I don't want to have to do that. I just want the viewing experience that is clean and direct and, and epic has the the capability of doing that for for us and they haven't i i don't i why i don't why haven't they i mean yeah that's what well, i was gonna say like think about it when we look back at those moments like more gossy jumping out of his seat at at a twitch event right or, or the exactly. paxis like we are still living in the highs of those incredible moments bizzle winning a back-to-back and jumping up out of his seat and taking away secret skirmish or just like any of those events and I'm talking not just the online ones, right? Because it's one thing for us to go in and be at the studio and host some of these land events, uh, like the at-home events. But for me, what really hits home for me, it's seeing these things happen in person, getting that stadium go, hearing the crowd go. Like that stuff is incredible. It's magical. Yep. I, I don't want to have to live through those only through rewind videos that, right. you know, that, that poach puts up on or sorry, <laughs> chap or whoever, you know, whoever, yeah. whoever's there's a ton of people are doing them now and they're great. Like they, they, they get me emotional too, dude. Like watching through those, the, the shots from events and all that stuff. But I, I don't want to just live the Fortnite competitive era through YouTube videos. I want to not be done yet. I want more. I, I want more of the, the, those, those experiences and we can do them. I just don't know. I like, Anybody out there that thinks I have some like inside insight on the Epic game side as to what's going on. I don't, I don't know right now what's happening. Like, I just want to, I just want to know if we're going to get more spect, you know, more officially publicized events. Yeah. I I want more dude. I'm sad. We don't even had any. It's crazy because like, I thought for, you know, I was sure for maybe TwitchCon Epic was going to do one. They didn't, but Twitch rivals kind of took that up. Right. Which was awesome. So, So like Twitch rivals did have a big event. There was, it was still something. Um, Winter Royale, we didn't get anything. That was like crazy. Everyone was expecting something. And I, I say, and I put it like this. I was like, you know what? I would rather them not, let's say, do these like studio events if they're preparing in advance for some big LAN event, like a pro-am or some kind of invite. I mean, we have the Australian Open coming up. So finally, you know, True. The, the, the gears are turning. We're starting to see some light. Um, but it does leave the question, is World Cup 2020 going to happen, right? Like, like what's going to happen? There's all this, like, what if, or, you know, it's, it's like almost like we had the most transparent team at Epic working with us. And then suddenly, lately, it's just been yeah. real, like, what's happening? Yeah, I, I, I want to hope for the best, right? but I still, I, I don't know what's, gonna, what's going on. 
and uh, we don't get something soon, um, I'm worried. But that being said, you asked what about or earlier about what I'm doing right now. Yeah, y'all, Tarkov is a lot of fun. There you go. It's popping off on Twitch right now because they're doing the Twitch drops thing. So, like, literally just by watching streams, you can get loot in the game, which is crazy. Uh, so I, I love seeing those, but just the fact that they're doing anything like that is is it's cool. Like it's it ends on the fifth, so you only have a couple of days left to watch and get stuff. But and it's funny, you look at Tarkov versus versus Fortnite; they're totally opposite games. Oh man. yeah, and for like, just dis- description's sake, guys, Escape from Tarkov is a military simulator. It is sweat or or leave like literally it, it is about yeah, as hard as it can realistic. get for gunplay. Yeah. dude it, it's yeah it's it is one of the most difficult games i yes. think i've ever played but but once you start getting good at it it's and i've been i've been playing tarkov on and off for about a year and a half maybe mm-hmm. longer so it's i i'm used to how to there are days where like uh, uh okay so Fortnite people hate getting one pumped tarkov you can get it's only sniped one tap through, <laughs> bro. You get sniped through the most dense armor, the highest level armor that you have. One round because it's really high armor pen in the back of the head. You're gone. And that's it. And and there's no there's no kill cam. There's no reviewing a uh you know like a a, a replay file. Honestly, as gone. a viewer, my heart jumps when the shot comes through. And or or that you know the AK just starts ripping down that dark hall because it's dark. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's like a gruesome, dirty Bro, it's game. Wild. It's dark. It's, well, I've been I've been doing night raids recently with night vision. I, I know on. you feel it, right? Bro, you must feel Bro, that. It's so good. It's it's one of those games where I have viewers come in, and I I understand why they say this, but I've had I have people that that watch a lot of Fortnite will come in and be like, "Loop, this game is boring. What are hey, you doing?" I'm different like, strokes for different folks, man. <laughs> I respect it, but just just stick around for a little bit. Yeah, like feel like, it out. Stick around watching. You can you can like multiple kinds of games, y'all. I love Fortnite. I do. There's a reason that I still play it. I'll get paid to play it. I don't have to I don't have to play it. I can stop playing it forever and that's that. I still play it because it's still super fun. But Tarkov is also super fun. And there's other games. If you're like, you know, the only kind of game that I like is Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Respect. Yeah. I res- I respect you. Please enjoy your 1080s, your 900s, and your crazy shenanigans, your kickflips, and all that for real. But just respect the fact that other people like other games. So, like, that's what I've been playing a lot of Tarkov recently. I, I, I'm excited to see what Fortnite does soon, though, because like we need a we need a season two, dog. We need a season two soon. Absolutely, I do agree. And and for any of you guys, the listeners tuning in, they they're promising us a new season. It was pushed back just a little bit. Um, yep. so so we are going to get our next season, but. We're, we're hitting our, our closeout moments here. We always do a tips and tricks segment where we were just honestly on the perfect segue here talking about balancing your time on a game. Dr. Lupo, how do you as a content creator know where to put your time and how much time to put in a certain game so you can stay at the top of your game while you're out there having fun? I've found that recently, if I'm trying, if I'm trying to, to spread my time between like three, four, five different games, it's tough. And it's okay to step away from one game and play another for a while, especially for me, if I get in a mental rut. If I'm playing yeah. Fortnite and I'm in 1v1s and I'm losing 1v1s, maybe I'm not hitting edits as fast as I should be. Maybe I'm like, I'm not to- you know, toggling a window quickly or, or my resets are, are screwing up or just I'm missing shots in general. What we've been, what I've done recently, and this has actually worked really well, is take a day and play something else to let your brain just clear out. Maybe you built up uh, like a, a bad habit with yeah. the way that you're aiming or or pre-aiming corners, or like maybe your edits are bad, or you're you're like for some reason your rotations are really trash in Fortnite, anything like that. Play a game just for a day, and the reason you do that is because the way that brain synapses work, if you if you run that same mistake too many times your 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 muscle memory like the way that your nerves are wired it's going to get solidified in that path but if you let it dissipate and the next day you come back you're going to sink back into the path that you knew before that you were really good at and you're going to it's a it's a mental reset that it that's physically a, a thing so if you are having a bad day with something stop doing it go play something else for a day and come back the next day and i've done that dude and then i'll jump back on fortnite and you'll just pop off 
the other the other side of that though is if you are in a spot where you're like you're steamrolling yeah you ride that you have to ride that because because if you're like i'm hitting every edit today i'm hitting every shot you need to continue that so that your muscle memory the way that your brain is wired solidifies those pathways for what what to do so that you don't fall out of that that's why people that are in in their prime if somebody's like just destroying that they'll stay and they'll keep playing and keep playing i'm not saying ignore your responsibilities but don't be afraid if you're like man i've had 10 pop-off games in a row i'm gonna play another hour and just keep crushing people if you have that hour do it just do it there's no reason not to and don't forget guys it always feels good to win when you're winning but as for, always, guys, from our family to yours, happy holidays, Merry Christmas from everyone here at the Fortnite Podcast. I'm sorry that Troy Too Loud TX couldn't make it to today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We hope you enjoyed to the show as a whole. Don't forget to shoot us a review on iTunes and leave all your comments on Podbean. And as always, Troy's not here to tell you, but send your complaints to me at the Fortnite Podcast at <laughs> gmail.com. Tell us what you like and dislike about this show. You can follow us at the Fortnite Podcast. Dr. Lupo, tell the community, the fans, the listeners, because I'm sure we're going to have some new people check this out today. Where to find True. you and uh, yeah, what, what you're doing throughout the week. Literally just go to Google and type in D-R-L-U-P-O and hit enter. There and you that's go. me. And like literally, seriously, at one point it was my dad and then I took him over a couple years ago and there you uh, yeah, there you go. I'll just look for Dr. Lupo, dude. Awesome. And as always, guys, find me at Monster D Face on all social medias, preferably YouTube because the content's up 24-7. And until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. <laughs>